1: You're listening to Book Club Babes.
2: Let's get into it. I guess I was I, I was going to say good morning, but it's not going to be morning for everybody. But it's morning for us. And maybe some people do listen in the morning. So good morning.
1: Oh, that sucks hearing our voices first thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Sorry.
2: Hello. <laughs> Sorry about you. But that's their choice. If someone True. chooses to us in the morning, it's their choice. Sucks to <laughs> sucks to suck. <laughs> sucks to suck, bitch. Sorry. I think, was it you? No, it was Marty who said that to me recently, and I was like, "Sucks That's to just suck." A good one
1: that is sucks good. To
2: suck. Yeah. Sucks to yeah. suck. Because you're not really like being in insult- Like just sucks no. It just sucks yeah. to
1: sucks You're just stating yeah. facts, spitting truth.
2: State facts, spitting truth, stating facts. So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello. We're here.
1: Love you. It's the book and- club, babe. Yeah. Fuck you. Show us Just your dogs. Just kidding. Don't.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, Love obviously. you and show us your dogs. That's all always. Want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Or any other type of pet.
2: Yes. Specifically
1: well, snakes with hats for Caitlin.
2: Yes, please. When we were in um, the city yesterday.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Caitlin is a true baseball sports fan now.
2: I am a sports fan. I saw a baseball game. They're playing Atlanta. So if we've got any uh, Atlanta babes we schooled you bitches yeah. blue jays one um even though i wasn't there for that but anyway uh where was it going oh we were walking around and anytime i saw a dog i was like oh look at that doggo and then i said to marty i think that's the cutest doggo and then finally he called me out on it he's like you say that about every dog
1: <laughs> like, oh, but shit. it's the truth though
2: sorry truth. marty We even got to ride the subway. We got to ride the subway with the doggo. It was the best. Look at you.
1: True, true city. You're just city slicking yesterday.
2: You know what? It was a trip. I haven't been on the subway or the TTC in like years. Literal, like probably like at least six, as long as I've known Marty. So at least six years, Mm -hmm. probably longer, probably seven maybe. But it's funny how I just totally forgot everything like i was like i don't i know i don't know how to use the subway so i had to like give myself a refresher and was like oh okay yeah we're good we're good but we're good i know where we're going yeah yeah, this is just it just like totally like i totally i used to have it memorized i used to know where everything was like it's just crazy that your brain it's almost like your brain's a computer where it just rewrites over memory like I'm not deleting it. It's just like empty space that can be rewritten.
1: Exactly. My brain, I don't need this right now. This is not necessary. I'll <laughs> no. bring, I can, I can reference it if I need to.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, as I get older, it's like literally fucked because I used to be like, how can people just forget things? Like, how can people just forget things? I'm forgetting things now.
1: I forget lots of things.
2: <laughs> but... Reading our yearbooks? I was like, what does any of this fucking mean? And I was like, totally prepared to remember everything.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'm ready
2: to go down that
1: route. You're a brave soul.
2: Oh, well, I thought that they were lost forever. I thought my yearbooks were gone. Gone, gone. So, to find them again. Been gone so long. The trip, yeah. Yeah, quite the trip. Down, down to New York City. Where are you going to go with a heart that empty? Do you know that one? Mm. no connor will burst yeah
1: i didn't really yeah anyways
2: cool 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 um
1: what are you doing what are you reading we only talked like three days ago about this
2: uh, yeah same same shit different day
1: same shit different day same
2: cool now that's a different day (laughs) yeah oh my Uh. god though have you started listening to something was wrong
1: yes i read listen to first chat first episode Finally,
2: <laughs> I love Tiffany. I mm-hmm. love Tiffany. I love how she's telling her story. I love. I just, it's so good.
1: It is so good. I'm. I this afternoon well I'm read, Listen to
2: the second while the I'm
1: putzing, I'm gonna listen to the second ep. <laughs>
2: oh yeah! You can even listen in the car. Get your headphones while you're doing some errands. Just bust it out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Oh, be... but you don't love a head. I
1: have to wear, I've got to wear over the ears, which is fine. That just means like, literally don't talk to me.
2: Super off limits. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> if you can't see these, you fucked.
2: You yeah, fucked. Yeah. True. Imagine if someone starts talking addict. to you and you just go, I'm not taking these off.
1: Sorry. They're literally glued <laughs> to my head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can't hear you. Sorry, bite. Anyway, an Do you want to talk about this book? Yeah, let's talk about the book.
0: You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
2: One thing I do want to say, though, is that we finally got the books in the mail and the cover is gorgeous. gorgeous oh it's beautiful i loved it even more after you pointed out the scar in the eyebrow too mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. i feel teary-eyed just talking about it because it was like it's oh. like such a that's such an mm-hmm. angeline thing you know what and i mean And like as she
1: further like describes little things about perry about how like this week, when Donis was doing her hair, mm-hmm. then you look at the front cover and how like it's nice and curly, and then it like mm-hmm. goes down into the water with the bears and the
2: fish. Mm-hmm. Oh, so mm-hmm. good, so stunning. good, L- literally stunning. Literally, have chapters nine to sixteen written at the fucking top, and <laughs> I woke up this morning to read seventeen and eighteen.
1: Caitlin, <laughs> you didn't even you could have slept in. <laughs>
2: what the fuck i i am two chapters ahead i don't know what's going on it's so it's very weird but anyway we're reading warrior girl unearthed this is week two, and we are reading 9 to 16 contrary I, to my beliefs
1: <laughs> i can already tell you i don't want this book to end i wish i could just keep reading it forever i'm already I know. i'm obsessed
2: i'm obsessed there, and there's so much going on mm-hmm. there's so much going on okay
1: oh my god let's it's so get good. into
2: it are you ready this is forever ago because i read nine and ten
1: oh for yeah. week one's
2: reading so like i don't even know what i'm about to tell you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so this is week three for the internships and it is thursday june 26th so we left off with eric and perry being not eric being upset with perry about having stolen the seeds yes so eric and perry are friends off they are not friends anymore no goes cooper out. no cooper wants to discuss um perry's latest read which was called reparation reader cooper is teaching her that knowledge is power especially during negotiations essentially you got to know the rules to break the rules kind of thing which i love and it's so true because when you're learning stuff, like, that feels, like, tedious. Like, you're like, why do I need to know all this shit? But you do need to learn them so that you can learn the loopholes. Um, Raquel the Hoarder has requested to sit beside Perry at the lunch tomorrow. I'm like, interesting question mark? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooper has started calling Perry helper girl in a Jibway moment, which is very sweet. <laughs> and Perry quite likes it. Um Perry runs into Granny June, which I was like, oh, yeah, she's back, um, and has just enough time to change into a ribbon skirt with her Doc Martens. Love. Get Fuck it, girl? Yes. hmm So the main goal of the lunch is to welcome their guests and to foster opportunities between the tribe and Mac State so that they can work together. Because Cooper wants them what it, what would I call it? Art, like, their ancestors. They want to bring their ancestors home. Yes, yes. Is yeah. what it, it's about. I exactly. feel like from the school's perspective, and I guess from my perspective, because I didn't know about her until I've learned better, but I would want to call them artifacts. But It's more than an artifact. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally their ancestors, right? Yes, yeah. Which Recovering their feel, ancestors, yeah. Yes, yeah. I feel like... um, Angeline always like even with Firekeeper's Daughter, like there's so much to learn, but it's presented in such a beautiful way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just great. That's just a good mm-hmm. book. I already love it. Oh, I already it's a, know it's, it's a five-star book. It's I could probably
1: just mark it as five stars right now. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the event starts with a welcome from Chief Manitou. Then an elder says a prayer, blessing the food. Then Cooper introduces himself and tells them how, in their community, the elders eat first and invites Perry to make up a table for those who are not there. He says, We keep a place for them at our table so their spirit might be nourished and know they are not forgotten, which I just love. I just love that. I just, I love all of their traditions and how Angeline.
1: Explains them.
2: Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. And something I noticed that she's been doing more than Firekeeper's daughter is using the Ojibwe Moan words and not necessarily mm-hmm. explaining it. Hmm. Exactly. But like you get it by yes, what, like yes. you get the
1: context. Yeah. I think remember when we interviewed her, she was saying that she was working with somebody yes. who is like an expert in the language. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. It's so cool. Like, even even watching, like, even, I think it's discussed later, but um, Perry's mentioning how, like, not everybody knows the language, and we saw that when she said the, it hurts when I pee sort of thing, and it's crazy to think that there are people who are on the tra- tribal council who don't know the language, but to no fault of their own, necessarily, because of all mm-hmm. of the, the everything d- disrupted their, um, like, growing up, essentially, yeah. Yeah. like, mm-hmm. taking away from that tradition. Leroy speaks, Dr. Leroy, and a place card set down with his name on it says Dr. H. Leroy, (laughs) or Leroy, and Perry Mm -hmm. suppresses a laugh and starts to cough and makes such a scene that he asks if she's all right. So he, his name is Leroy, or Leroy, and he goes by Leroy? Oh,
1: flip. This guy is too much, and this I'm guy. laughing with Perry. Oh my mm-hmm. god,
2: he's trying real hard. Like he's oh, he's too hard. He's,
1: it's too much. <laughs> it's
2: too it's much really just real. too much. For real. Um. So I will be referring to him as Leroy and Leroy like interchangeably. Just a heads up. Um. So after- same
1: guy because it's the same guy
2: because it's the same guy. <laughs> After Leroy, or Leroy, speaks, Chief Manitou comes back up and introduces his cousin, Rocky, who starts to do a traditional dance. Um, we find out that this is totally off-script, but something that Chief Manitou literally does all the time. Loves an impromptu impromptu like dance. Uh, Perry texts Pauline SOS for advice on what to do because this was not part of the plan. And um, Pauline advises... in in her as to what she should do so as soon as rocky is done his first dance perry takes the mic and invites everyone to join her in the museum now for a tour so she's like i have to derail this stat like Mm -hmm. this is not part of the plan perry watches dr Fenton closely and observes that she is quiet and observant herself she's taking everything in but she's not really chatting with anybody she's kind of like standoffish almost and Leroy or Leroy is full of questions. So it doesn't sound like he's going to shut up. What happened, though?
1: Oh, God. Because <laughs> he I'm... wants
2: to know everything because he's real.
1: Everything.
2: <laughs> um, at the end of the tour, Perry decides perhaps a personal story of her family will draw Fenton's attention more. She's really trying to foster a relationship with her because she wants that stuff like Mm -hmm. give me back my stuff yeah um so she pulls out two sets of white gloves and her great grandmother's basket and she tells the story of how her grandma almost died when she was a babe and that her great grandmother had to exchange three basket for three baskets for a car ride to the hospital which is just fucked like giving Mm -hmm. an example of how um white people took advantage of indigenous Indigenous people people. Mm -hmm. like those baskets take them forever to make and to a white person they just see it as like something cute they could put in their house you know it doesn't mean anything more than that and Mm -hmm. it's sickening really it's sad it's sad um so she tells a story and so it turns out that Fenton is no longer lead negotiator and La Le Leroy is now. So Perry's like, oh shit. Okay. So Perry has impressed him and he wants her to stay on at the museum as part of the negotiation team for the reparation of the 13 sets of human remains. And he says that this could take up to a year. So she's thinking, oh, I kind of have a job, I guess. Um, Cooper and Perry chat about next steps and he compliments her. He says, um, quote, you are a good worker, helper girl, and it makes her feel like all warm and happy inside.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Helper girl. Mm-hmm. I know.
2: They're a good little I'm sad. I'm sad too, okay.
1: <laughs> all right. It is a Friday, so therefore it's Friday seminar day, and Pauline is about to go defcon 4 after listening to team tribal council's amazing week that they just had
2: (laughs) Um, fuck them eh right that sounds seems like the actual worst i would like
1: oh my god yes no they're the worst fuck them (laughs) um honestly pauline you're on a better team now with misfits toy misfit toys um they have a guest speaker some guest speakers this week and miss mrs turtle is the first um speaker and she perry is wondering why she's hyping up malcolm which is the alternative high school um so much um because she's like everybody else like everybody here has like their life figured out essentially um and we find out a little bit more about malcolm and that they only go to school, like, in-class learning for four days a week. And then on Fridays, they have independent research day, which Perry, of course, uses to sleep in. And then she'll maybe go and help her dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, people then start making some jokes about um, the alternative high school. And Sean, say, um, and Perry kick their chairs and tell them, to go fuck themselves malcolm says go fuck yourself
2: love it
1: (laughs) then they're informed that next friday will be the 4th of july picnic so there'll be no seminar and they're expected to help um at the picnic and they will be also recording stories from elders claire explains that there's a um Process in asking their elders for um, stories, which um, starts with obviously consent. And then they give them an offering of tobacco. And then there's also support on site if anybody feels overwhelmed. Um, And this really touches Perry and. She even, um, at the end of that, she puts her hand up and Claire's like, oh, God, not Perry. And then she tells Claire that she's all in.
2: (laughs) So cute. Perry Mm -hmm. and Pauline could not be more different.
1: Right? Yes. Like,
2: Claire sees Perry's hand goes up and thinks like, oh, fuck. But if she saw Pauline's hand go up, she would have been like, oh, a nice question. What do you have? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So funny
1: um this week's group challenge is an escape room and now that pauline is on team misfit toys she's thinking that they're all thinking we can clean up here like this is mm-hmm. our opportunity they make a plan to try and get out there as fast as they can, of there as fast as they can so that they can eat all of the food before everybody else arrives which i love um they get out as so you fast do. yeah of course um, they get out so fast though that they arrive even before the food. <laughs> and I won't go into it, but I Dang love it. how they Yeah, that they, they love I love how they um used teamwork to escape and they like played to everybody's strength so well. Obviously Pauline's feeling a bit nervous being in the tribal council area, but thankfully the chief is out for today. So Perry size a um, a sigh of relief um, because she had no extra weed gummies left for Pauline <laughs> and she even might have needed one if he was
2: actually there I don't know how Pauline takes weed gummies and carries on with her day like that function next level yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. I take weed gummies to sleep because it knocks yes. me out like I'm good done. night
1: <laughs> Yes. yeah <laughs>
2: Um, we find out that
1: Perry thinks that she has slacker brain because Pauline is so wound up all the time and she feels like, of course I could do better, but then my brain wouldn't shut off like Perry or Pauline's. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a commotion, people are crying and Pauline is comforting the secretary and then Pauline announces that tribal police have found a body and they think it's Darby. Mm. they're all kind of like sad and like turned, like they won't eat their food they've lost their appetite she then gets a ride with Shauncy, and she (laughs) remarks that wow that fizzled out fast (laughs) between perry and eric obviously um she's just like whatever nothing even happened blah 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 like nothing to see here but Mm -hmm, of course mm -hmm. she's just like tell me the deets don't withhold and of course perry's like okay fine we went somewhere i did something and he got mad and then sean's (laughs) like well what kind of mad like mean mad disappointed mad annoyed mad (laughs) perry is obviously like holy like (laughs) fuck why are you asking me all these questions and then she sean say uh, sean say Sorry, I just love this. Um she says she threatens her that if you avoid the question that she'll get mean mad at her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's funny.
1: Um Perry obliges and tells her the whole story and surprisingly um Sean's first question are you looked for cameras, right? <laughs> Which is um, funny because nope. her dad is the security for the casino. Casino yeah. Uh, yeah um and she asks Perry then asks her if she'll help her uh, teach her how to pick locks and of course Chauncey obliges um they're later in the breakout session room discussing discussing their final challenge lucas is like i got to go i i can't be here this is awful just tell them i've gone to hang out with granny june um pauline got Pulled away and is busy with work now that the news has broken. And then Chauncey leaves to go pump her breast milk and then adds a little wink to Perry as she leaves because now it's just her and Eric, of course. It's awkward, super awkward. Then Team Tribal Council arrives and she calls him the ringleader and he's pretty much the worst and says that they're waiting for the next missing person so that they can organize that search too as like that would be their final challenge essentially mm. um obviously he does not know perry
2: Mm-mm. and
1: she is like what the fuck and she essentially goes off and calls him what he is as a piece of shit and mm-hmm. she stands tall proud and unmoving as she confronts him good claire then says perry my office Of course, Perry's shitting her pants in there and is staring at a photo marked Mom, Frank Lockhart and Me, May 1993. And she's sure that she's heard that name before. But the next time the door opens, it's Cooper. And his eyes are puffy and bloodshot. So she's like, oh, well, he's been crying about Darby. But then she realizes that He's been crying over her and he asks how many seeds did you take from the baskets at Dr. Fenton's? Oh dear um Harry then explains that she took 13 but she left a few dozen um and Cooper then tells her that she, he has to let her go because he can't work with someone that he can't trust. Uh, she how then do you think says I found out. I don't know. I was wondering that. I'm hoping that we find out.
2: I wonder if it was Eric.
1: Oh. Does nobody behind.
2: else... Wait. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Eric didn't know about the seeds. Who? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Who knew about the seeds? Just nobody. her.
1: Yeah, I think just her. She just put them in her yeah. pocket.
2: Yeah, how did he find out?
1: Yeah, unless he's just got that intuition Maybe. of like a wise person. <laughs>
2: Maybe. maybe
1: um she says that she's sorry in a moan, moen and she goes inside of herself um claire tries to comfort her obviously she doesn't know all the deets because she says it's okay it happens every year um perry tries to plead to send somebody to help him and this is this is heartbreaking We find out that he rarely takes an intern and that he was she sorry that Claire was surprised that he took Perry um, and he always requires a reference from a traditional healer, which Perry's like, what? Who would give me a reference? Um, And Claire explains that from her file, she can see that he was given Cooper was given a verbal recommendation from S. Nodden. And then Perry's left wondering why Stormy gave her a recommendation.
2: Oh. Oh, yeah, she's feeling kind of mm-hmm. sad. That kind of mm-hmm. sucks. Cause she was like finally like, thriving, right? Yeah. All right. So it's Saturday, June 28th. Perry wakes up from a dream where she's being fired by Cooper over and over. And another where she asks Eric if she could be his girlfriend. And he says, I can't be with someone I don't trust, Pearl Mary. So this whole, like, thing that's going on is really playing on her subconscious. So much so that she's dreaming about it. Which fucking sucks. Could you imagine Mm -hmm. getting fired over and over and over?
1: (laughs) Mm -mm. No! No.
2: So she decides that the only thing that will calm her right now is fishing. She is not looking forward to telling her mom and pops that she was fired. Uh, She's thinking that she might wait until she finds a new internship or job to tell them. On her way back to the house, she checks on the seeds. It's been 13 days and she's like, they should have germinated by now. Hopefully they do because if they don't, they're probably not going to. But there's a white sprout and she's very, very happy. So the seeds are coming along. So at least, like, she's getting something out of it, you know? True, true. (laughs) Uh, Perry is meeting the garden with her pops and Elvis and playing with him. It's very cute. It sounds like a really lovely summer day. When Eric arrives, she figures he's come to get the details on her dismissal. And that's when she sees him walk towards the house where Pauline is waiting for him. What's going on here? Are Pauline, Pauline. Her, like? But she can't be like she knows. Doing her dirty. I know. Like she knows. Perry likes him. So yeah. Back off. What's up. going on? Yeah, that's fucked. Like that's next level. Um. So Auntie arrives with Wobin, who is super happy to see Perry. Perry, Wobin, and Elvis have this really cute group hug, which I just sounds like fucking adorable um donis asks if pauline is still mad at her and perry says yes donis tells perry about how you need to listen to your body to pay attention when your body goes into alert mode and then Donnas actually tells perry this is at the point when she's braiding her hair and they're having like a really nice moment together um but donis tells perry about how she was raped when she was 19 which i totally forgot this i don't know how but I guess probably because I blocked it out because I didn't want to remember Donna's having experienced that. Yeah. But I forgot about yeah. this.
1: Her perspective of it. And she yes. explains it like how she in that moment she had to.
2: Like disassociate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Um, yeah so yeah she tells perry about it he was blanket partied but it didn't help her like because perry was like you at least blanket partied him right and she was like yeah but it didn't help um she says he's still in town and he was at perry's museum event and that's why she didn't go if perry was wondering and she tells perry that she's trusting her with this information like pretty much being like please don't Go and tell the whole world, like, I'm trusting you with this. And we find out it's Grant Edwards. And Grant Edwards is on the board of trustees for the college. Mm -hmm. Fuck, that ain't cool. Mm -hmm. So Perry asks Pauline why Eric was there. And she says to help her with her database because she is now working on the missing and murdered indigenous woman um perry tires wob out at dinner this is so fucking cute at dinner he kisses a piece of spaghetti and says that he's fishing with auntie perry i just died kissing the worms <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
1: angeline stop
2: it's I too know, much it's too but too it's, much. Much.
1: it's just an it's just
2: enough <laughs> Yeah, don't stop. Stop. But, like, don't stop, okay? But, like, also, don't. <laughs> yes. Um. So, Perry curls up with Elvis and notices that someone has printed out, and I think this was Eric, not Pauline. She thinks that Pauline printed out an eBay item, but I think it was Eric, and left it for her. Um. It's for Shaker, dating back to early 19th century, and we find out that it's in a private collection in Paris. Um. It, it, it's... Looking obvious that it's from Sugar Island, but Perry wants to confirm with Stormy to be sure. so she will consult with him. They also want sixteen 000 to twenty one thousand dollars for it. So just cool. a cool sixteen
1: thousand dollars. No big super deal. cash.
2: yeah, super cash. So Pauline sneaks out of the house. Perry ha- sees this, and Elvis kind of alerted her that something was going on perry texts her on her sneaky burner phone and Mm. she won't tell perry who she's with but perry kind of assumes it's eric and i'm just like that's rude what is happening yeah why wouldn't she tell him who she's with and do you think it was eric
1: well it was so cryptic it's somebody we both like and no
2: she didn't i don't think she said it was somebody we both like did she i think so Maybe it's Lucas. Yeah. I don't. That's like a brother. But maybe it But maybe that's why she doesn't want to say something. Because she's like. True. 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 But I don't know the Eric thing. Hmm. That would be really sad.
1: Yeah. That's what I was like. No. You can't do that to your sister. You don't want them to have a riff. Yeah. No. Okay. So. It's week four. And. I just wanted to say like the little intros on each week oh, are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I won't say it verbatim, but it's lovely. Um. So yes, it's week four of their internship. And obviously Teddy does not know that Perry has been reassigned. <laughs> so she pretends to go over to the museum and then heads over to the tribal administration with her new internship. Um With Tom Webster, who is the sub chief, and sh- he will be Perry's new boss. Yesterday, well she missed was...
2: that, did I miss no?
1: That? No, no. It's oh,
2: you're explaining yeah. it right now. Yeah. Okay, sorry sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. I'm like, what the fuck? What? How? <laughs>
1: um, yesterday when she was fishing with the elders, a boat comes up, and everybody's like, "What the fuck? Get out of my fucking fishing spot with your fucking mm-hmm. boat!" And it's Tom Webster. And he's like, hey, Perry, wanna be my intern? And she's just like, sure. And he's like, okay, bye. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Which seems about right for anything that Perry I love does. it.
2: I love it. <laughs>
1: she walks into the fucking room of her mm-hmm. new other interns. And mm-hmm. guess who's there? It's the fucking ringleader that she fucking chewed out his ass. Bitch. Hey we find out his name is Flynn, which makes sense. Sounds really douchey. Okay. Um, no one, none of the other interns are talking to her. She's pretty much shunned. She's like, hey, I'm Perry, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, cool. Nice to meet you. Literally don't Rude. care.
2: I just hate like that clicky vibe. like mm-hmm. Because you immediately feel like, oh, okay, I'm an outsider. Cool.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Hate it. Um, it sounds like the tribal council offices are pretty fucking dope. Like the glass offices like turn foggy Mm -hmm. or they turn clear. Um, the offices are like completely soundproof. And then when she goes into Webb's office, he, she shows him, he shows her that he has spy listening Mm -hmm. capabilities. He's a secret squirrel. (laughs) He's a secret squirrel. And she turns it on and the interns are obviously talking about Perry and says they're saying how do we how do we know that she's not going to sabotage our team challenges like that's what they're worried about come on like get a fucking life
2: <laughs> for real for, but i yeah. guess it is $4000 like, i
1: guess but still yeah. like come on they're okay so dumb.
2: yeah
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um obviously perry's like i'm not about this she does not like her new assignment She's pitching to him. What if I do like independent study like I do at Malcolm Webster says that he's going to try to support what he can for her, um, but she's still going to have to go to um, tribal council workshops and meetings. So then she's like, "Okay, here's my pitch. I found this turtle shell shaker online in an auction and I want it back on Sugar Island. Um, I can do more research on it and then ask tribal council to buy it. And Webster tells her, if you get something together for me for Wednesday, which is in two days, hole is what Perry's thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, that he will back her in tribal council, which is awesome. And then he calls her warrior girl no! in Ojamo in. <laughs> and I'm like,
2: Fuck oh, yes. Like, yes yes he likes okay. her but like not he does. in a creepy way like no like he's like, like, she's like a... can see that she's like spunky like mm-hmm. i feel like perry is what i aspire you know how i always say i spider be that old woman who like doesn't give any fucks mm-hmm. and just that's perry like as yes. a young girl like she's so mm-hmm. cool
1: <laughs> i love perry i want to be your best friend
2: yes i want to be so her, to be honest true true yeah
1: if not, if she's already taken, then I'll I'll settle on being her best friend.
2: Noise, <laughs> <laughs> noise. Worries, no
1: worries. Um. So she gets right into her research and goes to Stormy's to ask questions about the Shaker, and she's hoping he can help because she can't face Cooper right now. Um. After all of the drama with him and Levi and Jail and all of the things. He has been now living a silent and solitary life, whereas before he was a smart ass troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that he served two years in jail for not speaking during any of the questioning, and he was charged with contempt of court, but he was not banished like Levi was because he did not have a federal drug charge, whereas Levi has served five years on federal drug crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, she explains to Stormy that she's here as a student and she offers him sema, 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 tobacco and um, the photos and asks his opinion and what she can do. And he tells her that he's going to prey on it and to come back tomorrow. She can't help it, but she bursts out that she misses Uncle Levi. And his parting words are, my twin has passed away, but Uncle Levi is still alive, which leaves Perry going, what the fuck does that mean?
2: What did you think it meant?
1: Like his other self is yeah. died. Yes. Yeah. Like his. Yeah. yeah. And that. Well, he's because her,
2: him and Levi were so close. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That part yeah. of him is dead. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well sad. He's super sad. Because the kids would just know him from when they were kids, yeah, they're sixteen now, so they would have been like six. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 wait, that's ten years. It's been has ten, been ten years. years, oh, yeah, it has been ten years, right. So he would have gone away, but he would have gone away when they were like eleven, right. but he would have been wait
1: when they would have he would have come back when he's eleven, but he's been banished,
2: yes, yes, yes.
1: So ten I don't years. think that they see him.
2: what why am i doing math why am i deliberately trying to do (laughs) math all right two bad things happened right before perry's presentation to the tribal council that afternoon one the body found last friday had been confirmed that it is darby o'malley and two grant fucking edwards walks into the room fuck perry is pissed to see grant uh, but her ang- the anger in her voice comes off as nerves, which I guess is good. Um, she presents her findings on the shaker. She says, turtle shakers like these were used in our medicine ceremonies as part of the shake lodge. She has dated the, sh- the turtle shaker back to 1820 when the Treaty of Blatting was signed. Um, I'm totally pronouncing that wrong. I'm not going to go into it, but it was in the book and you probably read it. And it sounds like it was important. Um, Webb asked why they don't just file a claim to rep, reparate, you Re- You're I'm asking the wrong girl. <laughs> <laughs> why don't they just file a claim to bring it back? And Perry explains about NAGPRA and how that whole thing works. Um, the tribal council applaud her. The chief explains that they will take a former vote at tonight's meeting Perry has a sinking feeling and thinks that the chief will not approve her request because of the blanket party threat by Aunt Donna's. (laughs) Shit. Uh, (laughs) The chief then wants to table her request because they just acquired a new collection, we find out, which is why they had requested perry from the museum and perry's like what the fuck is this information like why am i finding this out what is even going on like that's mm-hmm. news to me um it turns out that they are getting lockhart's collection from teepees and trinkets but he wants the ceremony to be held at max date. Webb doesn't need Perry's skills for the event planning, but wants them for after they've acquired the collection so that she can be a liaison between them and Cooper, because Cooper's a bit quirky. (laughs) Perry tells her mom that Webb requested her, and that's why she was transferred, and Pauline even backs her up on that, which is very cute. Like, come on, Pauline, don't be such a little rude Mm -hmm. girl. (laughs) Mm hmm Petty tells Perry about how her and Pops have signed up for the rep rep reparation committee. And they are going to learn the new ceremony to prepare the ancestors for reburial. They are excited to support Perry's work, which was just so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um oh, and Aunt Donna is coming to stay this weekend while we'll be away. <laughs>
1: okay it's friday july 4th aka it's time for the picnic we find out that the picnic is for tribal citizen citizens only and that like they're allowed to bring a guest but it's essentially citizens only um but they go all out like this is a big deal um she approaches her team tribal council and she's like hey team i have this idea blah 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 and they're like yeah we've already got an idea goodbye and like leave her standing there so of course she approaches um team misfit toys um shunse is there with her little baby girl um and her name is means that the wind that changes direction, which is beautiful. Aww, yes, I will not try to do the name, I am so sorry. Um, of course, enter Eric, he shows up, um, and she pitches to the group like he, she, he gets an eye roll essentially from her. She pitches to the group that she wants to ask about the black ash baskets to the elders, um, and It seems like everybody's like, yeah, sure. Whatever you say, she seems like the team leader, which makes sense. Um, And then um, Eric offers a welcome back to Team Misfit Toys. Um she approaches a group of elders where Granny June is. Um they're asking if there's any booze around, which <laughs> no booze allowed at these events. Um Boring. And <laughs> Granny June says better make it a twisted tea for Minnie who can't ha- handle the hard stuff. Um which makes Minnie storm off and we get the story about what's going on there. I love Remember, like how Minnie and Granny, their dynamic is great. So had they have a
2: convertible, a... right?
1: Yes, 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 yes. Um, we find out that Minnie and Granny June have a system that every morning they text each other to make sure they made it. Like and Thursday
2: Murder what... Club, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: yeah. And when she doesn't get a text back from Minnie that morning, she of course calls for a wellness check. Um, but how was she supposed to know that she was having bedroom shenanigans, and that it would be her grandson that responded to the wellness check?
2: What's Whoops. Daisy? <laughs> I love it. Scandalous. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Claire approaches her and asks her how tribal council is going, and she admits that she likes working with Webster. And she asks, how is working with Team Tribal Council? And she says, well, I like working with Webster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, She then, of course, Perry with her pitches, um, asks if she could work with Team Misfit Toys on Friday. And... Claire says that that would be fine but like she wants her to write a report on how it's different between the two and she's like yeah of course no I'll work out the details with Webster it's not a big (laughs) deal definitely not (laughs) going to be asking him to do that (laughs) Um, and before Claire leaves she says like PS who's Lockhart like I saw that picture in your office Mm -hmm. and we find out that it's Claire's stepdad and she then, while well, he's ta- she's talking about it, and we find out she lived with him for two years um she's watching Eric and Pauline tra- like talk back and forth, and she's like worrying like this hasn't happened before we haven't liked the same person before. She's reading a lot into what's going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um they start asking about the baskets, and unfortunately, not all the stories are up- uplifting. Um, it's very unfair um, that half remember and half don't because of the boarding schools um, stripping them of their culture. Mm-hmm. And um, the children then didn't get to learn any of the traditions like basket making, beating, etc. Um, And she just like after she's done she prays for the like thanks of learning from her parents and that they kept Mm -hmm. traditions Mm -hmm. um eric approaches her about the day at the store and after he listened to elder's um, stories he gets it now and explains to Mm wow
2: that's Mm -hmm. big that's a big that's a bd and that
1: he apologizes to her and tells her and explains which is great communication, love this. Yes, Um, yes! That he's he's just starting to learn about all of this. So, like, bear with me, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, But he now understands why she took the basket.
2: Hell yes, Eric. Thanks for not being a fucking loser. Thank
1: God. Um, She then approaches Cooper, and she asks him if she hadn't screwed up would he have fought to keep me and he just responds with council wants council gets and she's never felt worst worse not worst (laughs) that was weird (laughs) that was weird auntie arrives at the picnic and she's like kind of distracted like it's she seems um short and everything like that so then perry just launches into it she's like so there's this shaker i want to get it back so can you loan me the money Auntie reminds her or Auntie explains to her that she can't right now because her friend Robin Ba, which means that that person has already passed. um, Her mother has died and her dad is a mess and she needs to help them right now.
2: Oh, bless Donna. She's such Mm -hmm. a good person.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, This obviously makes Perry very sad that the shaker is not coming home. Um, And then she has like a little dream with warrior girl and she's talking to warrior girl about the pumpkin seeds and how they need to become hardened and that's the only way to survive. And then warrior girl smirks at her and Perry finds it funny that I'm teaching her that she's teaching her about survival. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Interesting dream, Mm -hmm. Perry. That's Mm -hmm. an interesting dream. All right. When Perry walks into Webb's office, she is angry. He asks her why. She tells him that a girl from the Whitefish Reserve, which is smaller than theirs, has gone missing, and she feels like an endangered species at this point, which broke my fucking heart because it's true. And that was an amazing way for angeline to um phrase it
1: like yeah. i read that multiple times just because it was so like impactful it Me was too. yeah
2: yeah it was it's like a lot like imagine feeling like an endangered species i'm sorry like what that's yeah. so fucked up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Webb tells her he's co-sponsoring a resolution and he's wanting to hire two new tribal police positions. He even goes so far as to say one would be full-time and one would be part-time, which could be ideal for Pauline so that she could continue working on her missing and murdered Indigenous woman database. Interesting. I wonder if that's going to come back around, what that means. I don't know. Um, But then Perry's like, Uh, I'm still mad. There's something else I'm pissed off about. And that is that Webb didn't tell Cooper about the Lockhart deal, which is really fucking rude. Like, why aren't you telling the literal music? This is literally his job. Like, why aren't Mm -hmm. you telling him about this? Mm -hmm. Um, I actually really like and respect Webb because he seems to consider what Perry has said to him and he tells her that he will talk to Cooper and own up to the decision, which what else could you want? Like that he's pretty much saying, yeah, you're right. Like that's mm-hmm. not fair. So I'll talk to him. I love their relationship. It just, it yeah. seems really good. Um,
1: They both seem to respect one another, even though he is obviously has a much higher power, but mm-hmm. he's like, I'm listening to you.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that he likes that she's, pauline punches or she's perry punches plenty like she's she is who she is and she Mm speaks her mind but she's not being like out of line or rude or careless or anything like what she says matters and it's interesting that she has a person of power who is interested in hearing what she has to say i like it okay um i write Oh, fuck, because Perry starts talking to Webb about Lockhart and she thinks that he is potentially robbing graves that are on his own property and then trying to profit from it. Oh, my God. That is so fucked. Mm -hmm. So fucked. (laughs) Fucked. Fucked. And like that's that's so convoluted because it's Mm -hmm. his land, technically. And like what? He's just going digging and like taking taking moccasins off their feet? Like it's fucked. It's yeah. fucked. It's super fucked. All right. So Perry is now transcribing the interviews from that she did with the that the team did with the elders. Um, it doesn't convert the Ojibwe Moen, so she has to go in manually and do that. So that's why she's doing it all. Um, The interns actually speak with her for once, which is like, whoa. She takes a break and decides to Google Frank Lockhart. And this is when she gets interesting because she finds a wedding announcement from 1991. And the bride's name is, I think it's Karen, but spelled C-A-R-O-N. Caron? (laughs) Caron? Karen? Uh, Caron Barbeau? The next article that she finds is from 1993 about Karen having gone missing. <laughs> and oh shit, then a postcard arrives from Barcelona thanking her sister, who also lived on the property, for watching her daughter Claire. Holy. <laughs> yeah, holy. <laughs> that is a lot. So that's why Claire stayed with Lockhart, because she was a literal child and her mother went missing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
2: supposedly just ran away to Barcelona. which Apparently. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying it. I ain't buying it at all.
1: It's like that guy from like Edmonton who I don't like in the early days of the Internet, he went to that. Woman's house, and it was actually a guy, and he's like, "I'm having the best time ever in Costa Rica." Like you pretend, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Anyways, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yikes, Though that's like- the vibes I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lockhart totally did something to her, like a hundo p Someone did, anyway so perry decides that she needs to stop watching the auction for this turtle shell shaker at this point she knows that she can't retrieve it and it's kind of breaking her heart so she's like i need she takes away all her books bookmark- bookmarks for it she's like i need to stop the the auction is on i think wednesday she's like i just gotta shut this down and what she said was quote sometimes you need to protect your heart from the pain end quote uh. oh, my heart hurt from that
1: The Elder Baskets stories have inspired her to go to the museum. It's not illegal for her to be there. She can still go. She's she's feeling really drawn to spend some time with the baskets. Miss Manitou says that she'll bug her in, buzz her in, but tells her to clean out her goddamn mailbox. (laughs) What the heck?
2: Say what? Mm -hmm.
1: Um, As she's cleaning it out, she finds a reading list for reparation jedi padawans which had 10 books in it on it and it was cooper's handwriting which breaks my heart oh sad as she's entering the museum on the bulletin board there's now a new missing woman from the nearby tribe poster and darby's poster is in the trash can when she enters the museum, Dr. Fenton is there with Cooper, and she's all giddy, um, and tells them tells her that she's there f- because she's preparing for funding requests because those boxes won't inventory themselves. Hee hee hee! And Perry thinks they'll never get inventory if we had to wait on you. <laughs> mm
2: hmm, mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Cooper pretty much tells her, like shakes his head behind her, like, don't talk to her anymore. And she goes and spends some time with the baskets, and she's remembering all the stories. And then she's remem- she's remembering all the elder stories. Um, and now she's wondering how many stories are locked away in Fenton's office. And she's it's true. Re-
2: mm-hmm. When you think about it, mm-hmm. it's sad.
1: Yeah, she's remembering about what Webster said to her saying, how far would you go to bring our items back home? And then she says, well, I guess I could go to Dr. Fenton's while she's here wasting Cooper's time. She thinks that I'll just take Auntie's old pickup truck. She calls Lucas and says, hey, drop me off at Auntie Donis's and pick me up in four hours. Switch me shirts don't ask questions and lucas is like oh and give like, me your
2: hat give me your
1: hat and gi- and give me your hat um also he's like okay weird but like bossy sneaky girl sure no problem <laughs> um in she'll, she gets into the messy ask office and it seems even messier than before and she starts going through um boxes and she does end up finding some familiar surnames on baskets and she's getting, like, a high from this, and then all of a sudden, beep, 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 which is the Uh-oh. door code being Uh-oh. entered, and she's Uh-oh. like,
2: eek! Uh-oh, that, I mean, at least she locked the door behind her. Oh, maybe yes. she didn't. Who knows? Anyway.
1: So she goes to hides, and someone enters, and he is saying, I can't find a damn thing in here, like, what's going on? So he's obviously talking to her on the phone. And she realizes that Dr. Fenton is having a sneaky snag with somebody. She's hiding in the bathroom. And when the person walks by, she can see the reflection in the mirror. And guess who it is? It's Grant fucking Edwards.
2: No! This is the last person she wants to be alone with where she's not even supposed to be! hmm And no one knows where she is! Mm-hmm oh my Mm -hmm. god this had me this had me sitting on the edge of my bed (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: so she's hidden herself like sneaked into the bathroom shower which also has just piles of boxes and shit everywhere and a box rattles behind her and she turns and sees a cereal box marked oh no teeth caitlin's favorite (laughs) He then hears I don't like she it let- at all.
2: I don't think I can eat cereal anymore.
1: I don't think it. no, that's disgusting. <laughs> Have a bite of my lucky charms.
2: Oh. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm Polly, I'm never gonna be able to eat lucky charms again. Oh, sorry.
1: Not even just the marshmallows? They're magically delicious.
2: <laughs> I just okay, sorry. think I'm gonna find teeth. i to no. puke. I'm gonna puke.
1: Oh god. Okay. Okay. So then she hears from the kitchen, Grant Edwards says, I found it. Now you owe me. You scratch my back and I'll scratch whatever you want.
2: Blah, ew. Barf. Ew.
1: Yes. Ew. He then, they end the call and then he calls her the most vile names for a woman. And his voice is now raw and ugly. He enters the bathroom and takes a piss. And she's just like, has her hand over her mouth, trying not to like, make a word essentially or uh, make a sound and he, she knows that if he finds her he will attack her but then turn it into something that works for him Eew, he leaves but didn't even wash his fucking hands
2: I know Ugh. she's like I've never been so happy
1: <laughs> yes That's I've never been so happy no. that somebody didn't wash their hands Ugh. so then once he leaves Completely out of the office, Um, she's able to look around and sees that the cereal box of teeth, sorry, Caitlin, um, are marked actually S State Street Excavation 1956. And then she realizes that it's a cereal box of Indigenous teeth. She obviously is very upset, but she knows she has to stick to the plan or she'll end up taking everything. She's like, okay, only basket with baskets with familiar names. And she grabs what she can of the baskets. And she says, I'm sorry, and I'm overwhelmed by the task in Ojibwe Moen. And she's able to leave with two bags of baskets through the woods.
2: Oh, dang. Dang a lang.
1: Dangle Lang.
2: Oh uh, man, I Ugh. one thing oh. I wanted to say was that Angeline does such a good job of writing young people's dialogue. Right. Like when when Luke what the line that made me like really be like, yeah, this is true, was when Lucas picked um Perry up and he was like, Okay, sketch. I was like, yes, it is sketchy. Yeah, like what they're sketch. doing is sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. That is sketch. Yeah.
2: That That's is sketchy. But he doesn't even is... ask any questions. He's just like, okay, like, sketch, okay. but let's
1: do it. <laughs> I'm down for whatever because I'm Lucas. Yeah,
2: Lucas. Yeah.
1: Holy. Holy. What is going on with Dr. Fenton and Grant Edwards? Obviously, it's not gonna be good because they're both probably trying to get things from each other. Not
2: good. What? is going on with lockhart and claire
1: fuck that's also fucked oh man
2: and her mom there's like so many stories going on out. so many
1: it's so good though
2: i know oh. i know i know
1: do you think do you think that um lockhart is gonna call out like i'm missing something and i found you on the cameras perry like in front of everybody I also meant to mention that those interns are just the worst because they essentially just want Perry there for, like, indigenous representation. They're like, can you wear something?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: she's just like, uh, no, actually, I don't, I don't just understand wear that.
2: that. I thought that they were supposed to all, like, aren't they all indigenous? I
1: th- Think they are all technically indigenous, but she talks about the blood quantum thing again.
2: Yeah, right, right. People who
1: didn't get traditions passed down to them Mm -hmm. and stuff like Mm -hmm. that.
2: And then when um, the girl I can't remember her name. Like it's not Ellen, but is it Erin? Erin, it's it is Ellen.
1: Oh, it It is Ellen. is Ellen. Ellen.
2: Um, when she was like, I was gonna wear like a ribbon vest with like this outfit or whatever, and. Has, is this happened or is this something in the future yeah
1: no 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 it okay. happened
2: <laughs> yeah and perry was like do i be an asshole or do i be a good person
1: <laughs> yeah she's a, and she was a good person yeah. but yes yeah oh man oh no okay i, I want to so she's reading.
2: stolen the baskets she
1: stole the basket she stole <laughs> twice now she stole, the, she stole the seeds and they're the starting seeds. to grow
2: yeah they're pumpkins apparently they're pumpkins. yep um I guess what's going kidding. on with
1: Pauline and Eric?
2: What's yeah, go- that's fucked. I'm not cool with that.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm. What's mm-mm. going on there? Yeah, because now okay. it seems
2: like maybe Eric and Perry could like be friends on again. Then, yeah,
1: And she says that she still likes him, so I want them to be like hit her to teach him all the ways that he's missed.
2: Yeah, yeah like Donna and um Jamie.
1: Exactly. <gasps> All right. Well, okay, we'll I'll read next bit.
2: Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod.